You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 868. Data dumped. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. And I am just going to start before Gaz can do something to mess me up. <laughs> we were just talking about beer. See? Just like that. Might now, have been. Might have been. Uh, in regards to the, the show today, a data dump usually means a massive transfer of data from one place to another. However, in this case, it meant a dying enclosure and two failed hard drives. Gaz, how are you this week? I'm very well, and I was just thinking about a different sort of data dump, but I won't go there, I don't no, think. Um, no, yeah, no, I'm very don't. well. I've, I've had a very busy week. Um, did a bit of volunteering on Monday. Uh, Tuesday was uh, a little bit more relaxed and quiet, but then... And then later in the week, I went down to my daughter who's just um, got the keys to her uh, new flat down in Bristol. And I went down there to how, help how her. How far is that from where you live now? It's about two and a half hours. Wow. Like that. Um, and we helped her do some decorating and cleaning up of the place. Um, and then I came back quite late on Friday and yesterday I refereed at a small place called Windsor, which is is home to a uh, to a place. Uh, quite a, it's quite a big castle, I think, actually, where hmm. Queenie lives. She didn't invite me in, unfortunately. It's not very oh. nice of her. Um, but the the odd thing was, it wasn't until the morning of the game that I decided, hmm, I've refed there before, and I looked through my records and I found an old report because when you go away like that, you it's called We Referee on Exchange. You often get watched by an advisor who then writes up a report and tells you what you need to do to improve or you know gives you a bit of advice. And it was 10 years to the day that I'd actually ref there previously. And it was the same two teams. Well, of course, the home team was going to be the same, but the away team <laughs> happened to be the same as well. Now, they were a level lower than they are this time round, um, and the result well, was the too. same. They're a little older, some of them. No, I don't think the same team members were playing. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, the result was the same. However, the score was slightly different. But uh, yes, yes, and that was that took quite a long time to get down there because uh, you may have heard of the M25, which goes is basically London's ring road, um, goes all the way around London. Um, that was quite busy between where I join it on the M1 and round to junction 15. I think it was slouish. Um, and the, the M40, which is another major artery comes down and joins it. And also you've got Heathrow airport. So quite busy. I have been doing a little bit of admin on my Mac this week. So, uh, uh, yes, but, uh, just, just busy doing stuff. Although, you know, when you look back at some of these, these times, you think, what did I actually do? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's all the the like small house cleaning, not so much house cleaning, but you know those kinds of duties. There's little jobs, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that you yeah. do all the yeah. time. And you know, when I was a kid, there would be things that would be happening in my life that right after it happened, I would tell myself, "I'm going to remember this because of reasons," yeah. and I can't think of any of them no. now. 
<laughs> they're no. all gone. No. They're all gone. All gone. So what's been? So can you remember what happened to you last week? In regards, oh, me, okay. As far as the show goes, right, right, right. Well, <laughs> oh, I do wonder at times. Oh, there is no wondering. There is no wondering. No, there's no wondering. Uh, just as things seem to calm down a bit, guys, uh, tech-wise. Yes. Uh, my four, my four bay hard drive enclosure crapped out, oh, along dear. with two of the drives. A Three terabyte drive and a four terabyte drive, both spindle drives. Uh And chances are it could have been those drives were the reason why the enclosure crapped out. But regardless, I I got a new one. And but when I was putting everything back together, I realized that the disk that I had all of my video archives on was one of the drives that crapped out. Oh damn! Ouch. Oh damn! 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 What will I now, do now? And that is something that we will we will talk about in the next sec- section of the show. However, Excellent. coming Excellent. up, uh, we're going to a concert on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to see the um, the Phobe Four, uh, and if Phobe you have no four. idea who that is, it's a Beatles well, tribute assume, band. I assume Rain. they're a Beatles tribute yes. band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of them are actually from the UK, though. Uh, well, I've, that doesn't matter. I've actually been trying to see these guys for like 10 years, because every single year they come to a concert venue here in this area called Wolf Trap. And every single time I find out about it, it's sold out. So right. this time, and this this goes back, oh, quite some time. When I first found out about the tickets, they were going to play at this casino that's relatively close to here and I got tickets for it and then they canceled that show and moved it to a different venue, but not Wolf Trap. It's this new place I've never been to before. And, but I got in on the very first day and I got three seats front row center, which is about as good of seats as you can possibly get, unless you're like sitting on the stage, looking up to a, at you know, whoever well, it is that's performing. You say that, you say that. However, if your left ear is not quite as good as your right ear, you'll want to live uh, sit right of centre so that more sound goes into your left ear than it does into your right ear. So what? You... <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds pretty good. Amazing. Good. Yeah, so that's going to be, and so it's going to be um, uh, the wife, Tracy, you know, as compared to my other wives. Yeah, the wife, <laughs> the wife, the wife, the wife, and uh, son Peter, who is a big Beatles fan, has been ever since he was a little kid. Uh, he actually did a split screen video using what was that game? Gu- guitar band, I think, for like yes, all the different yes. platforms. Yeah. yeah, and they had a Beatles version of it. Right. So when he was first getting interested in doing video he did a split screen of him in a suit playing two different guitars and, and the drums doing uh, octopus's garden. So very good. Yeah. I don't know if it's on YouTube. If it is, he, he may have it hidden away someplace. I don't know if he's still interested in having people watch that anymore. Brilliant. Brilliant. But it was a lot of fun. So it's the Beatles tribute band Rain, and I'm I'm really looking forward. And I called them the Phobe Four instead of Phobe the Fab Four. four. 
because yeah. it's not really the Beatles. Because it's good. It's good. How could well, it be? I mentioned, I, I, I forgot to mention, I don't know whether we mentioned this last week, but I'm going on the steam train next Saturday. Oh, you um, did. You did mention that. Yes. Then. So, so next Saturday, I won't be, be able to record on Saturday again, says Guy, again. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to going on the Yorkshireman. So uh, it's uh, a steam train, which will be on for about four hours. Uh, and it goes over anybody who lives in this area, the Welland Valley Viaduct. Um, or if you live at one end of the viaduct, it's called the Haringworth Viaduct. And if you live at the other end of the viaduct, it's probably called the Settle. Settle? Settle? No. Um, I've forgotten the name of the town. But regardless, um, you're Seton, not going to... Seton. Seton. It's called the Seton Viaduct. But you, but so you're not going to be on on Saturday. But it's I won't, I'm not going to be on on Saturday. But uh, yeah, it's the longest dying. It's dying. It's the longest brick built viaduct um, in Britain. So uh, no! yeah, looking forward to that. No, but thank you. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to jump into the very last episode, guy. The very last episode. How many of these of, have we done, or have you I done? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been counting. I'll be honest, but quite a few. Because yeah, this went all the way back to what the 1400s or even before then. Oh yeah, more. Well, it's about two. They've got about 200 years of history. So I'll come on to that in a minute. Okay. Um, so this is the last episode of the Ordnance Survey and how it all began, uh, and the name hints at how it all began. But over the last two weeks, uh, we spoke about uh, under the direction of Vanessa Lawrence, um, Ordnance Survey. So a decade and a half of great change. And moving forward, while the public uh, still knows them for a comprehensive range of printed leisure maps, the digital side of the business accounts for more more than 90% of their turnover these days. Um, and that will surprise a lot of people in Britain, because if you go into a lot of people's houses, they've got somewhere a paper copy of an ordnance survey map, probably covering the area they either moved from or that they've moved to. Um, the majority of the information collected in Britain uh, has some geographic feature from the location of people, buildings and postcodes to administrative boundaries and flood risk areas. Major investments have uh, been made to help the OS collect and maintain richer data. This is achieved today through field surveyors, global navigation satellite systems, remote sensing, and a range of advanced geographical information systems, GIS tools, and software. All 243,241 square kilometers of Great Britain are surveyed. Up to 20,000 changes are put into the database daily i thought it was two hundred and forty three thousand two hundred and forty two square kilometers no no you're wrong um anyway moving on okay <laughs> um that all depends well no it used to be two thousand is it high tide or low tide <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my mind where it goes sometimes um, be, my being at the forefront of geospatial capability for more than 225 years that is quite incredible. And it all started from, I think, Napoleon wanting to possibly invade Britain. Bastard. No, no. He's dead now. So it oh, okay. And Are that, you sure? I, I really enjoyed going through that, actually. Yeah, I think well, I that's, that's been well. it's been an amazing journey. So next week, there'll be um, a very quick piece about the next uh, particular um, item that I use for my bike rides. All of that came from a bike ride. Thank you, John. 
That's all I'm going to say there. Now we're going to move into a very short Gaz's Snippets. Stand by oh, to stand that's by not right. and we'll be right back. No, no. Now, come on, Tom. It's Gaz's Snippets. There Thank we you. go. Um, blockbuster Apple TV Plus series Ted Lasso. Um, now... It's they've signed a five hundred thousand Premier League licensing deal. How how does that even work now, for for the well, club now, Richmond? For the Richmond now, club? Yeah, I I no 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 no. I think Apple had to pay the Premier League that. Oh oh oh! To show the teams and logos and all the rest of that. Possibly yes yes. I think that's how that's worked. Um, so if well, you think quick... that would like work out for the Premier League too for all that exposure, not that I guess they well, really need it. Absolutely. Let's um let's see if I can find. Yes, yes. So the agreement allows the award-winning show producers to use archive footage, the Premier League's logos, club kits, and even the league trophy. So yes, that's uh, I was right in that thinking. Did you see? Did you see the last episode yet? I have. Okay, actually, no spoilers. Yes. No spoilers. No spoilers. But it was. But I, I think I think when the bus hit him, he, he ain't coming back from that. Well, yeah. I mean, losing a leg, that, that can be. Well, yeah, but, it, you know, gone gangrenous and all that, you know. Anyway, no UFOs. spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot. Um, I don't know whether you've seen it, but on YouTube, um, if you search for Apple, um, they've put about a ten-minute video out there celebrating Steve. Yeah, uh, that was that was actually it, on the website also. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, good call, good call. It'll be there as well. Um, and apparently, Steve Jobs once pitched Dell on a deal to pre-install macOS alongside Windows on PCs. Um, yeah, I wonder whether this was uh, Michael Dell just trying to get his name back into the limelight. You know, <laughs> that sounds more like it. Steve probably did, but even so. He was um, drunk. I think what Michael you, Dell Michael 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 <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I didn't I want you, you to we, do this this <laughs> thing. It's it's Mac, but on a on a Dell PC on Intel, even though we use power, it's gonna be great. You'll love it. <laughs> And the next day, Steve was like, I said, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Michael. I, I mean, that's that's <laughs> the same Michael Dell who said that what well, Apple is worthless or something. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Michael. Banks are pressurizing Visa to trim Apple fees. Um, now... I don't quite know where this come. When Apple Pay launched, the tech giant got big banks, including JP Morgan, Chase and Co, Capital One, Financial Core, et cetera, et cetera, to, uh, to agree to pay fees that would allow their cardholders to pay by iPhone. But some banks have grown unhappy with the costs, especially after Apple introduced its own new credit card in 2019, according to people familiar with the matter. Apparently, some banks are pushing back. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see how that yeah. go, how that one goes. But uh, yeah, I think Apple's just out there to be shot at, really, aren't they? Let's be honest. <laughs> Pretty much. Apple has released new firmware version for AirPods, AirPods Pro, AirPods Max, and Beats products. I think we need to have a bit of a look 
and, and a middle section on uh, earphones and Beats and Apple products, actually, because um, my Beats X have gone kaput again. I think I mentioned this last week, possibly. Yeah. Um, and so, all the trouble uh, that I've had with mine. Yeah. Um, yes. EU readies antitrust charges against Apple Pay for locking rivals out of iPhone NFC chip. We'll and I wonder how- why Apple would do that. I wonder. We'll wait to see what's going on there. Apple Japanese antitrust investigation opens six weeks after another one closed. Well, you know, <sighs> it's like it's like Japanese food. You know, you eat it, and six weeks later, you're hungry again. Is that how that I, works? I'll tell you what, that's pretty good. <laughs> if you think about it, that's pretty good, though, guy, yeah. isn't it, really? I think I should eat more Japanese yeah. food. Apple are working on a deeper integration for CarPlay, including controlling air conditioning and sound system. Now, that would be good, I think. Um, I do have one or two niggles about CarPlay as it stands at the moment. I think they need to allow a little bit more um, adaptability when you're putting icons in, where icons come up, what comes up, how it comes up. And I've just, because I've been using it a lot recently and I think, oh, if it could just do this. So um, that would be good as long as they also improve the It would be nice to have a few of- customization options. Yes, yes, yes. I'd like to be able to manipulate the, uh, the interface a little bit more. Um, Apple names a new treasurer. Um, and new executives as VPs in a wave of promotions. Now, I don't know if you want me to go through some of these or not in particular, because I didn't write them down. So, um, obviously, Gary Wiltfler, just wanted to say that. Talked he about retired. him last week. Yeah. Um, but apparently, according to Bloomberg, Michael Shapiro is its new corporate treasurer. I thought he was a singer. Um I'm saying, okay, I don't, I'm I don't know who he is. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that there. Um, Apple's in-app purchase rules are anti-competitive, rules a Dutch antitrust watchdog. It's just, it's getting boring, this is now, I've got to say. Apple yeah. Plus, Apple TV Plus show foundation renewed for its second season. Are you enjoying it? I am. I am, oh, but yeah. I've read the books. I've, so I've I kind of know where three. it's going. I've watched three. I haven't watched the recent one. Um, so I've watched three or four. I can't remember now. Um, I'm not sure yet, Guy. It's, I'm struggling. It's a slow-moving story filled, not really filled, but with like certain small amounts of abject horror at some of the stuff that's going on. And it okay. just some of it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, right. Like, the, you know, the... The big event that caused a lot of people to die. When I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, don't and, say it anyway. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm still not sure. You, you, it sounds like you're you're enjoying it. I'm 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 yet to be. Um, impressed well, a, by a lot it, of people really like the morning show, and I find it a snooze fest. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's the same. That's the difference between us. You see, there you go. Um, app, last week, Apple Watch Series Seven is now available for pre-order. I'm not sure I when the right. pre-order is. I'm not sure when the pre-order actually ends, though. Sorry. That's because then, of course, I'm right <laughs> about the morning show. Uh, Never mind. No fooling. Yeah. Yeah. No fooling. Um, because. Wait, hold on. 
Hold on, I screwed up. No, ever happens. Um, yeah, so the Watch Series 7 is now available for pre-order. Apple products now include a seven-day complimentary Apple Care Plus in Australia. Well done, Australians. Um, Apple discontinues the Watch, um, Apple Watch Series 6 as the Series 7 pre-orders begin. Yeah, and you can Milk really pick bar. up a Series 6 through, what is it, Refurb and, and yes, the yeah, other they one become, yeah, for pretty yeah. cheap. And they're good yeah. watches. They're still good watches. Yeah, I may well, I may well look at those actually. Um, Milk Bar teams up with Apple TV Plus to sell Ted Lasso biscuits. Um, now that was for one day only, apparently. Yeah, but the Why thing so- is, nobody really knows what they taste like because no. it's it's a made up thing. Yeah, yeah. But okay, completely, completely. Um, and finally, Apple files an appeal in the Epic Games lawsuit and asks for to delay the App Store changes. There's a surprise. Yeah. Wow. So that, Guy, very quick, is the end of Cassie Snippets. Wow. We're, I know. We're already, like, through half the show. How'd that happen? Well, well, I, I know. It, just, it, just, it was just a, a slow week, that's all. Just a slow week. I, you know, what can I say? It was busy for me, slow for Apple. But, you know. So I, 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 I will, going back Apple. to the watch, going back to the watch, you know that I said that I was a bit concerned about my battery life. And, yeah. You know, there were problems there. Um, I think I must have had an update. I did a reset of the Apple Watch, and so far the battery's not been dropping off. So I'm going to keep an eye on it and see so I get on, but not turn, not change just yet. Okay. One but, of the things that I'm, I'm finally, I'm loving, finally, finally loving, going to do. Loving the phone. Loving the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you've got what, the, uh, the, the big, big Pro. one? No, not the Max. I've got the Pro. Just the okay. Pro. So that's the same size as this one then. Just the, the regular yes. 13. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just that mine's better. Yeah. Yeah. You got the better cameras. Well, it just says Pro so, on it. So that makes it better. You got a better <laughs> phone than me. <laughs> doesn't bother me at all no it doesn't no. I can tell. i don't yeah. think about it. it's not like ants in my brain at all no ever not at all no ever, ever. because you know i can i can never put ants in your brain can i his name was guy oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take us out yes i don't know if i can thank you thank you everyone please stand by and to not get ants in your brain just stand by and we will we'll be right back with more stuff hi i'm bart Pushots, host of the let's talk apple podcast every month i gather together a panel of apple followers and we digest the month's apple news our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things apple we're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Like an ice cold drink outside in the middle of a blizzard, the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Mighty MyMac Podcast Section 2, Part 2, part where, where we learn all about getting dumped, yeah. if your data, that is. Guy, yeah. 
come on, tell us what's happened in your in your world of data loss. Oh, possibly, it was. Oh, it was definitely a data loss. But I was able to recover because. Oh, yeah. I have. You, I have. I did you, smart. You should have. The thing is, you should have kept everybody on tenterhooks until the end. Okay, and then thinking. Oh, my data got dumped, and I don't know what to do. All right. Um. <laughs> The secret to not losing your data is really not much of a secret. And it's to have it in, <clears throat> boy, I'm getting all choked up too. To have it in multiple places with at least one copy, not where your computer is, and to have a schedule to back up those places on a regular basis. Now, in my case, I have some data that, and, you know, if you're an Apple user, you have a lot of data that automatically backs up to Apple's iCloud, which is yeah. great if all of your data is the type to back up to iCloud and all you use is Apple's apps. Because if you don't, there's a lot of stuff that isn't backed up. Now, what if you need more though, Gaz? And starting off with the basics, have an external hard drive that is at least the same size as your main data drive. Then go get a, <clears throat> boy, oh boy, a free copy of Carbon Copy Cloner or Super Duper, which are both great programs, and force yourself to schedule those backups because they're free. But are they free? They are free. Are they free? Yeah. Both Carbon Copy Cloner, you can I'll get three versions of them. Okay. It, it, and it may actually be worth your while paying for them as well. It is. But if there may well be free versions, but it, they are good apps. Both they are. They're very although good carbon apps. Cop, although Carbon Copy Cloner is actually keeping more up to date with uh, the changes in Mac at the moment than... Um, than Super Duper? Than Super Duper, although Super okay. Duper are, are catching up. But they're both... Well, I, I didn't want to say anything, but Carbon Copy Cloner is the one that I use. Um, well, because they're well, both actually, good programs. Okay, so, so so can I can I can I of course interject on that then? Mm -hmm. If you want to be absolutely um, secure, have multiple copies with one app and multiple copies with the other app, because then not only is your data backed up doubly secure, you're actually making sure that you're secure against a failure in that software. Yeah, because I can I can tell I mean, you. You're, it Many is, occasions it where time machine failed me. Yes. Apple's time yes. machine has failed me. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I don't use it anymore. Um, anyway. But one of the things that the, the reason why you want to actually, one of the reasons why you want to buy these programs other than to support the developer is the paid version actually lets you set a schedule. Yes. For these backups to automatically happen so that you don't have to go crazy trying to remember to do it all the time. And I have mine set up to go at like one o'clock in the morning on certain days during the week. And I never think about it. And I just get a little notification saying, okay, your, your backup is good. Now that's great for copies of your, of your data that's there locally with you. However, you also want to think about offsite backup. And there are many cloud services that offer free or relatively inexpensive options for cloud storage solutions. And I chose Backblaze as it offers, and we're not getting anything from Backblaze for this, uh, as it offers unlimited data storage as connected to one 
computer. It's not like you can take every computer in your house and say, okay, I want all of this stuff to get backed up because they're going to tell you to go jump in the lake. Yes. But anything that's connected to a single computer, they will back up without limitations. And it costs about 70 bucks a year or 130 for two years. And when my external four bay enclosure died, I couldn't recover the data from two of those drives. Contacted Backblaze. And within five days, I got an external encrypted USB drive for free, sort of, sort of for free. Sort of free. Yeah. Uh, as long as I get the drive back to them, it's here someplace. Where is it? It's just like a, a little tiny Western digital USB drive. Uh, okay. But they sent it to me and it's encrypted. And you, so even if, if the drive is lost or stolen, Somebody can't get that data because there's a code that they give you when you log back in after you receive the drive yep. that you use to unlock it. Makes sense. Right. So I had, it was two and a half to three terabytes of archived video data, that projects that I had made over the years and it was all gone because it was on one of those drives that got corrupted but they sent me this drive the usb drive copied it over and now it's it's back i have it back again and as long as i get this drive back to backblaze the only thing it's going to cost me is however much it costs me to ship it back out to california which is pretty reasonable um and again it so, took him like five so, days so so the, the one of the lessons that I've always learned through mm -hmm. data recovery is sometimes you have to just be a little bit patient and don't panic. Don't try and do stuff which might actually um, compromise the process and make things worse. Yeah, might comp compromise the process of actually the data recovery that you're going through. Um, and if it is that catastrophic, just be patient and don't don't and rush don't into panic. doing something. Yep. Because something that if you haven't learned, you will learn, is that when you're talking about <clears throat> hard drives, it's not a question of if they fail, but when. All hard drives, whether mechanical spindle drives or digital storage drives, will fail. Uh, in the case, these, the two drives that failed were over eight years old, which frankly is not bad. Uh, which is about two to four years longer than you should probably reasonably expect from most mechanical drives, especially as they get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, you can get a 16 terabyte, three and a half inch drive, 16 terabytes. Can you imagine if that drive goes bad, what you would have to do and how long it would take to get all that data back, which is why you want it off site. Yeah. Now. When it comes to these drives, there's advantages and disadvantages to both uh, mechanical and digital. The advantages for mechanical spindle drives is that they're cheap and big, but they're also much slower than digital drives. And of course, digital drives, because you're basically, I mean, they're basically like little, little plastic enclosures with a lot of RAM inside. So they're very, very quick. Uh, for both reading and writing, but they're not nearly as big as spindle drives at the same cost. 
So there's, there's the lesson. Have your data in at least three places on the computer that you currently use on a hard drive that's within wherever it is that you live and in an offsite backup so that even if your house burns down, you still have access to your data. And remember, a lot of this stuff, if you lose it, is going to be gone forever. Pictures, movies, mementos of things that you have done that you may not be able to recover if you don't have them backed up someplace. So do that backup thing. Do it. Do it for us. Do it for it'll the, make us. Do it for the it'll children. Make, it'll make us feel so much better yeah. if we know that our listeners are all backed up. Are you nodding your head? I am. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's still tips. a catchy song. It's time for Gaz's tip. Now this tip's a bit of an odd one, guy. Um, and I came across it, and I thought that may well be useful to people other than myself. Yes, close your mouth now. Um, Flies will get in. <laughs> it's a, as I say, it is a bit of an odd one, but it suits some of the things that I do because often I want to copy stuff from one place and paste it matching the style of the place where I am pasting it to, especially with text. Now I do a lot of that with my snippets, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and very often I find myself pasting it and going, oh damn, it's just copied the same format from, or it's just pasted the same format from where I've copied it from. Now I know you're all shouting at me and saying, yes, Gary, but you can paste and match the style just by doing a few shortcut keys. But those shortcut keys aren't always the same. And sometimes you have to go into a different location on different applications to find that option. And if you're doing it all the time, why not make the system actually paste automatically your command V, for example, to paste and match the style of where you're pasting? Now, this may not work for all of you guys, but it works for a lot of the things that I do more often than not. So I've actually set this up. What you do is you go into system preferences. You then go into keyboard and then you click on shortcuts. Under shortcuts, you've got your app shortcuts. Under app shortcuts, you press the plus key to make a new shortcut. And you actually come up with a little um, a menu submenu which says which applications or all applications that you want this to apply to. And in the title, you type paste and match style. That's capital P paste space and space capital M match space capital S style. You put that into the title and then you put your shortcut in, which could be command V, which is your normal paste option. Now, once that's in and you've added it, you can then, when you copy something from a website and paste it into a current document that you've got, you will find that it won't copy the formatting that you've got from the website. It will paste and match to the style that you've got in your document. Not best, in my head. Best and easiest tip for me to follow along and do as you were talking about it ever. Oh, ever. excellent. excellent. <laughs> I did it right as you were talking about it. <laughs> Brilliant. So I'm, I'm nodding too. Excellent. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's
Gaz, you are absolutely right. Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> one one word of warning. Uh-oh. Don't shout at me when you paste, but you want to keep the formatting of the item that you've actually pasted. Yeah, yeah. You can do command shift. Yeah, well, you just set up so that you just paste. Yeah. And you don't match style, but you make it a longer one, like shift paste, uh, shift command V or something. I want to discuss so, there you go. this behavior. Yeah. Yes, well, so do I. Yeah, so do I. yeah probably. Probably not. No, um, I don't have, I, unfortunately, I don't have a for pits, pick's sake this week. But I do. It, it looks like you do, Guy. I, I wonder why that is. do. It's, it, I bought a, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk recently about Amazon's rating service and how kind of crooked and messed up it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really trust it that much even though they're taking steps to try to work on it but i needed another four bay enclosure and i wanted it to have type c you know usb usb c connectivity or thunderbolt and it had to have four bays to match what i was getting rid of and i found this one okay it it almost sounds like a bad eighties horror movie. The Terra Master, Terra Master, Terra Master. Now dun, in three D, uh, it's the D four three hundred. It has USB uh, three point one Type C output, uh, and they include two cables. One is USB C, the other one is USB C to USB A. Um, and so far, it's been rock solid and much quieter than. The enclosure I had before, which kept I kept losing connectivity to all these drives, and it was because it was dying. Uh, and there's there'll be a link in the show notes uh, at mymac.com to take a look at this drive. And cool. it's it's nice, you know. It, and it's it doesn't do it's not a NAS. It's not you know it it's basically just a a big enclosure that you put a lot of discs into, which is all I really wanted. Now, now. We would love to get feedback, but we don't get a whole lot of feedback lately. And if you do a feedback, if you do the feedback thing, let us know about it and you'll get a Wooty. Wooty. And if you don't know what a Wooty is, do some do feedback and find do out. Do a review. Do a review and you'll find out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it is amazing. There is nothing like it. There's no- nothing like it. Ever. They can't see me rolling my eyes right now. Um, Gaz, if actually, before I say that, if you would like to help support the show or support me in doing this show, patreon.com forward slash MacParrot coffee, ko fi. You are ready.com forward slash MacParrot and PayPal at paypal.me forward slash MacParrot. Thank you, Owen Rubin, for uh, signing up at Patreon and, and supporting the mymac.com podcast. Uh, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you, right there, you, how would they do that? It's really, really easy, guys. Mm. All you need to do, all you need to do is send an email to Gaz, G-A-Z, at mymac.com, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z, M-A-Z. You can also send an email 
to Oh, now I'll do the other Twitter. I almost forgot the other Twitter one then. You can also send a Twitter to Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z on the Twitters. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com, F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K, at mymac.com. Now, Guy says... What does he say? Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. So Guy says to pay no attention to himself behind the curtain. So I kind of get you should that. pay attention then. I get that because... The guy was paid at 75 grand. Do we know it was a guy? I'd like to go with Guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Only a rat would shoot a guy in the back. Yeah. No fooling. <laughs> yeah, no fooling. No fooling. I wouldn't do that. Because he's the guy. Absolutely. His name was Guy. No fool. There you go, Guy. Thank you. Thank you. Guy. And yes, if you want, folks. An email from Guy. How would they do it? Ah, that would be podcast at vertshark.com. You can reach me on the Twitters. It is, I am Mac Parrot and vertshark. Over there on the Twitter, we got. I gotta wait. Sometimes it's, it takes a little bit. Well, of time. no, I've got to move around. Got to move these yeah, closer like, to oh, each God, other. I gotta go all over Farago to get this thing. Okay, good to know. Um, we have a Skype telephone number, which is one or plus one outside of the United States. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That number again is one or plus one outside of the United States. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Or take that one. Fills me with rage and that plus one and shoot it out of a cannon toward the moon and then just go to the Skype app and dial 703-436-9501. So easy. So very easy. And I would like to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who downloads and listens. Listens to the mymac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated that you do so. And I would also like to say, Gaz, that I think that we're good enough. I also think that we're smart enough and that doggone it, woof, wolf, 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 people like us. Oh, was that it? Okay. <laughs> That's it. Guy. Yeah. Uh, my wife, Anne, said that I should try lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward for me. <laughs> End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I just, I was not happy with how I sounded last week. <laughs> yeah, but you're not happy with how you sound every week.
No, sometimes I just change things for the sake of changing things. But I was, I was seriously not happy. And just for grins, grins, I'm on my Yamaha MG10 mixer, going through my Behringer Ultra Gain Pro and Compressor Pro instead of the DBX26 or 286. Just because sometimes sorry, just, I feel I need uh, to use some of the stuff that I've bought. Sorry, sorry, did you say something? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Nothing worth repeating. <laughs> uh, just more stuff. Just more stuff. Yes. Stuff. It's stuff. It's just how I like it. Just more stuff. Well, that looks like an expensive bottle of water. I'm sure that's what it is. You wouldn't drink on the job. Mmm. <laughs> Hoppy. <laughs> it's, it's hoppy water. It's hoppy water. 1492, apparently. Uh, what is the other thing? Hops and uh, barley? Not barley. Yeah, barley's used. Yep. Yeah. Dog is for guy. <laughs> no, no. I need a cross. Where's my cross? Oh. Stop, Stop the presses. The presses. Hey guys, I got a joke for you. Where do they make the dinga milk? At a dinga dairy. Dinga dairy. Or maybe this would be better. Oh, it's a mystery. We've been watching this show from the 70s. Did you ever right. see a movie called A Christmas Story? About a little kid named Ralphie who all he wants for Christmas. And it takes place in the 1930s. Is this Red Ryder BB gun rifle? I don't think I have. It's a what's Christmas it classic again? over here. What's it called? A Christmas Story. Okay, right, go on. As, as in, did you see the last Spider-Man movie? Um, which one was that? Where he's up against Mysterio. Um, the guy in the green fighting all the elemental monsters. Not sure. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. The yes. scientist with the glasses that was helping him with that the drones, that's, that's the kid, that's the actor that played Ralphie as a kid in this movie, A Christmas Story. Not that it right. matters, I guess. I'm, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch the trailer. Blimey, I'm watching the whole film. And the mom in that movie is the same woman who was in... Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, right, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> Chinese singing. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would that get away with that these days? Right, cool. It's a great, it's a great movie. So funny. <laughs> but the dad in that movie was in, it's kind of the way this whole conversation started, was in a TV show in the seventies called, um, the night stock Kolchak, the night stalker. Right. And it was kind of coming off the success of the most watched and successful TV movie at the time, which was just called the night stalker. And it was, he's basically playing a reporter going after what is, turns out to be an actual vampire. And it's, it's, Considering it's a TV movie, it's really, really good. 
and it's called the Night Stalker. So check that out. I'll put that on your list too. Night Stalker. Yeah, they did a sequel to it called The Night Strangler, which I don't think was nearly as good. And the TV show was just called Kolchak uh, Night Stalker. And some of them were okay, but for I'll the most part... I'll have to see whether it's available. Yeah, so. but the Night Stalker movie was pretty good. And of course, the Christmas story, which is just hysterical. And record again. That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you said lunches. And it was like, how is having more lunches going to help you lose weight? <laughs> lunches. <clears throat> then I realized it wasn't lunches. Lunge. It was lunges. Lunge. Lunge, 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 lunge. So that, that's lunge, your, lunge, that's lunge. your assignments. Is to watch is a Christmas story. Yeah, well, I've got to find where I can watch it. I'm not going to pay for the bloody thing. No. No, it should be. Do you have like Amazon or anything like that? No, I don't have Amazon because Amazon's a waste of money. Where is that? Where is that? Actually, where can you watch that thing? Let's find out. It's a bit early though. I should I should watch it in November, really, if it's a Christmas movie. I don't like watching Christmas movies in October. That's just wrong. Uh, it says it's on Netflix. At least it is oh, over here. Is it? Uh, it's not over here, though. It's not over here. That does happen, actually. You get that. Let me have a look. What's it called? A Christmas Story? A Christmas Story. UK. A Christmas... No, it says Amazon it may... UK. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to... If I get, if I get a, a free period with Amazon, I'll look out for it. And what's the other film, then? Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Yeah. Night Stalker. Night Stalker. That's on Netflix. Is that on Netflix where you are? Yeah. No, that can't be. It says 2021. Yeah, that's not right. That's a series. It's not the film. 